And should there be a statue built of them in wherever the Olympics are? Yeah. When that happens, probably. That, that would make the most sense for everyone involved. Yeah. They should make one out of uh, pasta in the academy. <laughs> there you go. co-host and my brother i am luke i'm up here in philly it is episode 120 what? 120 we're like 300 away from that episode where we're gonna smoke pot <laughs> can't wait <laughs> <laughs> the joe reggett rogan podcast oh man um <laughs> anyway it's been uh, a while. We'll talk about, we've got some games recently nothing too exciting we'll talk about mid-season grades we'll go into uh the U20 success, we'll talk Sons of Ben, we'll talk World Cup, we'll talk about MLS Nets rules changes, it's the weekend of the revival of the world-famous Philadelphia Ringers, and we're going to review DC United Friday night, Duke Brothers will both be in attendance, um, so holy smokes, we got ourselves a bit of a pot here. Yeah. Alright. Uh, Luke, Sun. Was it Sunday night? We uh, drew Columbus 0 0. Yep. Um, I'm going to rely on Luke completely for this one because I did not watch. I caught the highlights, busy doing neighborhood fun activities. So, Luke, tell me all about this game. Uh, yeah, I mean, you missed. It was probably the best game, one of the best games for you to miss of the season. Uh, it was 0 0 draw, pretty boring. Um, the only highlights were Andre Blake's PK save, which was a really nice save. It was, it was a, a, a decent PK, and, and Blake made a nice save. Um, and then there is a Columbus goal that got called back from VAR off of a... Uh, uh, was a, a, a guy shielding Blake from, from the, the shot when he was all, uh, as an offsides player. Um, so a weird, not not exciting game. Um, it wasn't even an exciting VAR call because it wasn't like you know the the NYC stuff. Um, but we got a point. It was like a solid point for the for the, for the way for, they played. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, with they played in like a new formation. They didn't have a whole lot of players. Uh, Jose Martinez and all the homegrowns and Sergio Santos too. Um, so it was a. Five three two, with like wing backs and Biza was a one back. We had Finley in, in the back three, Bert, Corey Burke and Chris Ottoman up top, and we just like looking at that lineup, seeing like all right, we've two backup strikers starting. We don't have our star number six playing a different formation, a fullback that hasn't been our our main fullback this season. I, I could on the road after playing in. in uh, in the midweek on the road as well, like I, I could see this being a loss, but we they got like a they get a, a, a decent point. I think they had so many draws, but this is I say this is one of the better ones of the the whole bunch of them. Um, okay, I, I just just you said our star number six, so I, I guess that's a shout out to Doopy Dad. <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, and I mean, yeah, 
at least defensively they they did well well enough because offensively it was, there was absolutely nothing nothing happening. Um, Chris Donovan he like he, he showed a lot of effort. Um, Burke that did as well, but like they really just had nothing going. I feel like a lot of guys are just kind of lost going forward. With maybe maybe based off this new formation, they just, they couldn't weren't finding each other. I feel like Gazdag was their only hope, and he could only do so much when there's really no support around him. Um, and when Yua and Kronza got subbed in in the second half, like it was starting to get a little better, but really still not super threatening. And they just they just didn't have enough time to really get get their offense going. Um, so it was, yeah, frustrating. But I, yeah, again, we, we we got another point. So I, I that's really all I have to say about this one. There you go. Um, uh, so we were on vacation with Dad, and he said maybe my favorite thing about Corey Burke that he uh, makes it look so difficult to have the ball in your foot. And I thought that was a great analysis of Corey Burke's yeah. game. Um, I just remember that as you were talking about Burke, and I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. When he's dribbling, it's a little, it looks a little uncomfortable. But when he's on the end of a ball, like trying to, you know, go for a fifty-fifty, like that's when you see him shine and he gets into good spots. But yeah, definitely, definitely see the, the accuracy in that statement. Yeah. So, all that being said, well, uh, and I would say also, um. I feel like this game comes after obviously we lost to Chicago did not look great uh, our star number six got a really soft second yellow um, and and sometimes star players aren't going to get the benefit of the doubt you you're going to say star players. player every time now <laughs> yeah I mean you know not all star players get the same treatment and that's fine oh boy um, and then the week before or the game before that we beat uh, NYCFC and I was, I was kind of thinking about like this run of games and just, I feel like we haven't played great since Portland. Yeah. And like that NYCFC game, yeah, we won, but it really feels like it, that, that just could have gone either way. Like uh, we kind of got lucky to get that second goal off of a weird deflection, which, you know, Corey Burke <coughs> being... I don't know, the deflector off yeah. of our star player's shot. Um, yeah, I mean, that game, they played well, like, the first half. For the, yeah, they yeah, the wasn't a complete performance. Yeah, yeah. The second half, it almost looked like they were just trying to hold on, and then they were just like, holy crap, like, we're, we're going to tie another game that we were up. And, and, and then obviously losing in Chicago, and then this year, zero. I don't know. Overall, I have not been, um, I guess that's where we're going to take this, um, very excited with our play just in general like from a I don't want to say aesthetics or entertainment because like you know we're right now we're sitting in second place in the east right behind Red Bull Mm -hmm. um, which is obviously a good place to be so it's tough to complain about how we look because um, the results are keeping us afloat but like I almost feel like we're lucky to be where we're at with how we're playing like like, yeah, I agree. I, we're definitely benefiting from a very weak Eastern Conference right now because we've been behind like three different teams in the past couple of weeks. We've been behind like Montreal, New York City, Red Bulls. Like no team is is 
taking away the Eastern Conference like like LAFC is kind of doing in the in the West. Like it's it's a pretty mediocre conference right now. We we just when, and it's frustrating because like we're not really taking advantage of it, and we had such a great start that we could have really taken advantage of it. And that's where like I feel like yeah, definitely the disappointment is there, even though we're still sitting in a decent spot. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, so second in the East, two losses, lots of drop points. Um, let's talk grades and then transfer window. All right. Yeah. So. Overall, just like overall statement, I think we have a top defense in the, one of the top defenses in the league, but I think we have a very mid-level offense at the time. At the moment, I mean, probably probably below mid-level with the way the past few weeks have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, nothing nothing to disagree with there, right? Like, right. Type A defense, I would give an A. Offense, right now probably a d yeah yeah i was gonna say i couldn't go any higher than like a c minus yeah and like looking we scored 22 goals yeah ourselves it's like, 22 but like that's there's really just a lot of concern because you was still not clicking carranza like he started off really well and he's not playing terribly but he's not like staying with that high high form that we that we saw him start the season with God's dog it, 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 kind of the same thing um like he's doing still doing the good things but he's not like lighting it up and getting on the end of all these goals for like he was to start the season and Sergio Santos is still not hit back like that's I feel like that's getting pretty concerning that it's taking him this long for the green card stuff like is is he like where I don't know I don't know when he's gonna return um right I wonder if it, is his like green card person the same as Corey Burks Will he be in Austria? I mean, yeah, there's been, like, such, like, weird, like, I don't know, criticism of the unions, like, dealing with internationals and, like, this stuff, because, like, you had had delayed, too, but, like, and we were always, like, kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt, but this feels strange that this keeps happening. Uh, it's, it's it's oddly concerning, because, um, yeah, because now we have, like, Chris Donovan came up, and he's, I don't know, he's fine, like, he's not doing too much, and but he's getting a lot of playing time when... I- I don't he know kind if this guy is going to raise raise our grade from a D to much more. Yeah, higher exactly. Than yeah, like like it's it's cool seeing another a, a young player come up through the through you too, but it didn't really feel like he's actually ready yet, and it's more just based on the circumstances. So, like, yeah, get the kids to minutes, and maybe like next season he could be more of like a contributor. So that and I I'm all aboard on that, but like we just really have nowhere to look for for goals. So hopefully, hopefully this is just a little bit of sourness because our U twenty kids were not around and right. Um, they were scoring when, a bunch when of those goals. guys aren't around. I assume practice sessions are a little less less intense because you know you're probably going to get minutes unless you're Jose Bueno or Cole Turner. Who <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what what's going on with those guys, but um. Yeah, like how how does Bueno knock? Uh, I think he had some had an injury recently, but oh yeah, yeah. that's true. I did um, see that. Yeah. yeah, okay, just unfortunate timing. Yep. Um, coaching, let's coaching grade. Or did you want to say anything about offense defense grades? Um, no, I think we I think we're pretty much good. With well, that's okay. a pretty good, nice good consensus. A and a D. Consensus. All right. This this uh, coaching one is an interesting. I'll let you go first on what you think. I will say. C plus 
um like i i feel like we have a high standard now for for jim and we thought he was kind of like taking that next step up with like certain moves he was making to begin the year with like Stepan and Harriel when he was really shining and not like trying to keep Abizo going and, and, and making that, that move felt a little, a little bit more aggressive than we've seen before. So like we saw some glimpses of, of a curtain, I don't know, improvement. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like just the results recently have been underwhelming. So I, I, I feel like it can't really say much more than like a C plus. What, what, were you, yeah. what would you say? Yeah, I think that's a fair one. Um, and yeah, it is. It's a tough, tough one because his hands have been a little tied with uh, limited players, and mm-hmm. his young stars are all being very good young stars. Um, I feel like even when we did have them, though, he didn't show like ways that he was contributing to improving the game in the second half. Like we, yeah, yeah we, we saw that plan B last year. Or a couple years, yeah. I know Kincaid talked about that a lot on his pod about plant beats. I yeah. don't want to just like copy his wording, but like right. I don't know how much it, his coaching has really impacted any games mm-hmm. more than just yeah, yeah. I don't know. I yeah, I feel like if you're limited in how much you can do or how many players you have, like I feel like the coach needs to figure out something. I mean, I don't right. know. It's tough to ask him to do something while being limited, but at the yeah. same time, that's the job. I think that brings us to our next point. Um, possible transfers. Dude, nice transition. Yeah? Huh? Yeah. I know I know. we don't edit things out, but... Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. You can, edit, you, can keep that comp- you can keep that compliment in. All right, you... cool. All right, cool. Well done, Luke. Um, um, what were we talking about? Transfers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. How about that? So, all right, who... <laughs> Lost my train but... Nice. Do you think we'll lose Wagner? Are you afraid of that at all? I think... It feels like it's... It, it's got to happen now. Like, it's been talked about so much, and then, and like, certain, like, like Bogart and, like, the, you know, the all the reporters are saying, like, have been... Keep mentioning him that, like, you know, expect moves from him amongst other players and all this stuff. So, like, I feel like it's got to happen soon. And if not, like, I, I don't know why it wouldn't be this summer because, like, he's playing so well. Like, if all, if, if he's if he's going to make the jump to Europe, why, why not now? Like, he's, he's played – and it's been such, like, a consistent level of play for him that, like, if they're not seeing it now, I don't know what really is going to change, like, at the end of the season or, or any other time. Like, I feel like a move has to happen. So let's go down that road. Let's say he does go. What? What would the next step be? Who, who plays that left back role for us? I, I guess it's got to be Real. Um, I, I feel like when we see, I, I feel like Flock played there like maybe once or twice, and from what I remember, that didn't look very good. Um, so I feel like at the moment I trust Real more. Um, I wouldn't be against doing like a, an Alvis Powell type signing of like a veteran to like come in to like just in case Real can't get take 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 over for like full control over over left back um i i feel like that's the move um do you have any other ideas i i um completely agree with you for a veteran left back i I feel like i would trust that more than flack or real yeah i feel like i mean we could really go all in and do this 
like three 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 back type of thing and and real could could fit better in a wing back role and Baizo and Harriel could do play the other wing back role and we really just give Finley the opportunity to get to, to, to earn that spot I I don't know if the Columbus game fully convinced me to do that but it wasn't the worst thing ever so maybe with time that could that could work but that seems uh-huh. like a, a pretty risky move to make when th- this team has a pretty solid identity and, and isn't doing it's, it's still like fighting for trophies and stuff right right yeah it's a um yeah if one thing uh, if you did move flack back i wouldn't hate having mcglynn on the field more right that's yeah. that'd be one thing that i think would be a good uh result of that but uh yeah i mean yeah. I think that's about to be good what so yeah let's talk about more like offensive moves where do you want to see an upgrade? Do you want to see an upgrade at that number eight role where Flock is and he's not really giving offense? Or do you want to see like a new striker or a new a new attacker to, to add to that offense? So I wanted to hear what you thought about that. Because it's tough because <laughs> Yua hasn't clicked yet, but he's new. Um, he's shown some glimpses. I still think the best game that he's had or the most... Uh, that we've seen from him where uh, was like his first time coming in where he got behind the defense a couple times. Um, Gazdag was really hot for a while. Carranza was hot for a while. So it's tough to know if like, or to think we want that to be an upgrade, but uh, along the veteran route, um, I think I wouldn't mind if we had a veteran offensive piece come in mm-hmm. that would kind of keep the likes of maybe like Corey Burke from being such a big part of the team and stuff, but Sergio Santos also is going to come back, so it's almost I I, it, I have a hard time with this one because like yeah, we've seen we've seen them doing really well. We uh, they were looking really good a little while ago, but recently it's just been so skewed towards the eh, not really that great right now. Right. So. And and yeah, it's I I don't know I I think about it too like, yeah the the easy upgrade position is 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 the left diamond and flock and like McGlynn McGlynn could plug in there but like how much is that really going to change our lack of goals like sure like McGlynn McGlynn can like unlock some passes and and do a little more than flock but like if a striker can't finish a ball then like we're still going to have these same problems so. It, I, yeah, I almost in like maybe we just sign a, a a new, I don't know, like yeah, like Dom Dwyer type striker that can be like a super sub, or or yeah, just someone who's been a, been a reliable goal scorer in this league. Right. I, right. I, I don't know. I think we have like the flexibility to do something like that, and it, and it won't like really take away from investing in Yua and Kranz if if that's really what we want to stick with, and and what I think everyone would still agree would be most likely are our, our, our top strikers no matter what right um there was a funny listening to my new favorite soccer podcast the soccer podcast <laughs> uh i don't think fabian herbert is meant this to be like kind of a diss but um taxi fontes the new dc striker has been scoring a lot and mm-hmm. chicago has not been scoring a lot and fabian herbert goes um 
man, yeah, it just makes such a difference when you have a striker who's a goal scorer. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, enjoy Casper. Um, anyway, anyway, I got a kick out of that one. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, goalkeeper good, uh, center back's good, right back, Harriel for life. Um, Bedoya. Do you see that weird rumor that, like, his old uh, club Swedish in Europe was club, trying to, like, get him on loan? Nice. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. Well, like, be, think yeah. about it, like, oh, man, that could, like, open up Sullivan to get, and poor Paxton get a lot of minutes. But then, like, no, wait, we can't just trade our captain who's been our, like, uh, Wall of Fame type player for us for, like, what, five years at least. That's yeah, a, that would be, be such a wild move. That would be wild. Yeah wild enough to work maybe <laughs> but like they think about like oh man Ernst Tanner is kind of like you know he's got like that kind of heartless make any move that you know make the best move possible mentality like what's it still would be too difficult to move Adoya yeah I, I don't know how that makes us better right yeah yeah and it's not like uh, we get a lot of money off of like a loan for a 34 year old midfielder yeah and it's not like money is something that we're right hurting for because we're trying to spend it it's, yeah yeah, yeah. um all right cool man uh so i guess we're just hoping for a couple of vets to come fill in some of the backlog and uh we'll yeah, see that's... what happens to wagner it's not where i expected um, my opinions to go but yeah i guess that's where we landed i guess the only other one what if we lose our star player i know yeah the, yeah <laughs> martinez could go i guess then you need and I guess the simple move. Well, Re- recalling Matej Orovic. I saw his loan was extended to the end of the year for whatever team he's at um, in hey. the Slovakian Amateur Division Three uh, handball team. I think he's on now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess you put Flock back there, and that might be another way to get more homegrown minutes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, there was a group. I, I think I retweeted it of how he disguises his passes um, with his body positioning where he's like looking outside and then he just swings his left foot and cuts it back down the middle. Yeah. Uh, it's just great to see how he he, he just does that, man. Um, yeah. But all right, cool. Uh, let's let's take a break. After the break, we'll come back and we're going to run through a bunch of hodgepodge of different topics. Nothing too hilarious, but I don't know. We're stupid <laughs> brothers. All right. Come back after this. Hey guys, Doopy Brothers Podcast presented by the Red League, League Game. Thanks for coming back. And if we didn't come back, that's okay. We still love you. Um, so, uh, yeah, what we're going to talk about the Sons of Ben thing going on right now. Uh, it's just been a huge thing. Then we'll get into some more soccer stuff. Um, we Currently, me and Luke are actually not Sons of Ben, but uh, just reading through all the stuff on Twitter, all listening to podcasts and statements and all this stuff. It's just been... We have a wild, tense time. Um, there, I, we don't really have much of a dog in the fight. Is that what the thing is? Um, but I do want to give Luke credit for going out to protest uh, the Roe vs. Wade stuff. Um, I think you, you did that Friday. That all went down, right? Yeah. You were right up. Yeah, and yeah. I'd say we'd have a dog in the fight in that if that's where you were. In that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that, that's a, yeah. everyone's affected, and that's yeah, pretty serious, that, yeah, that, that, scary that, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've got dogs in that fight. Um, 
but as far as like sons of Ben stuff yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just been kind of a wild wild time wild ride on twitter and stuff but hopefully everything comes out positive for the group and um i don't know there's learning there's progress uh sons of ben said they're going to set up a foundation for our women's reproductive rights which is pretty cool um so yeah hopefully it all comes out positive but it's, it's just been a, a bit of a tense tense week out there on the uh, socials yeah um, hopefully but... yeah hopefully the the changes like you said like are, are for the for the best for the group because uh, like we have been sons of ben we're just not currently um but and then hopefully like this this game friday can be just like a reset and get everyone just you know on the same side rooting for the union as as we all like to do no matter what sons of ben or not sons of ben or whatever you're a part of you just we're all just union fans so i think it's yeah hopefully hopefully it's all that all that kind of drama was in the past and everyone can you know do the go back to being like what what would you say being good people and supporting the union and all that stuff so yeah yeah keep on being good people yeah but the the podcast isn't over i usually say a lot so no i yeah i jumped the gun sorry about that no i I just hope a lot of people didn't log off right now um finally he said it we can turn this off um yeah the union need to win like that'd be like such a sweet yeah sweet thing for this whole uh team team and all um, and, and for all of our followers and stuff, we just appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Um, and uh, we just appreciate the fact that you are listening to us right now. So, uh, yeah, to you, Mr. or Mrs. driving in their car, listening to us, appreciate you. And uh, we'll, we'll keep doing this um, for at least another week. And we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah. As long as we're brothers. Yep. All right, cool. So let's jump into the boys from Philly who earned a U.S. Olympic bid for when are the Olympics? The Olympics are in, what, like three years, 2020, or no, two years, 2024, right? Cool, man. All right. So, wow. And then they also got a U-20 World Cup qualification, right? Correct. Nice. So um, all this success for the U-20s is pretty much due to Paxton Aronson, Brandon Craig, uh, Quinn Sullivan, and Jack McGlynn. Um, yeah, it is wild. Like, we, you and I got to watch a lot of these games, um, like, over vacation together. Um, and we, I, we didn't I, – I don't think you did either. But we didn't see the, the first couple of games, like, the group stages. But we, we, on the knockout rounds, it was really, like – really cool to see just how dominant and, and influential these union guys were because in like the you know the knockaround we still saw like i wasn't sure if like brendan craig would be still be like a center back but like he was playing in most of the games and paxton was like leading the offense quinn was like combining with him and jack McGlynn. like it was they're they were definitely running this team it was so cool to see like how, how their chemistry was working together and how just how like effective they were for the u.s on these like pretty big stage for these kids in, in like foreign territory like in the game against Honduras there was like a good crowd because it was in, it was in Honduras and and playing in that kind of new intense atmosphere like the kids killed it so it's, it's just it's just really exciting and like yeah they and they got attacked by the Costa Rican team at the end of the game oh that yeah wild. that was yeah that was intense yeah thankfully uh none of our guys were really involved but you know the boys from Philly wouldn't back down um <laughs> But yeah, so since we uh, pretty much did that single-handedly, single-clubbedly, four four sets of hands, one <laughs> club, 
Um, I feel like we <laughs> deserve some rewards. So, Luke, do you have any rewards that the uh, United States Soccer Association should give us? Um, I mean, I I think it would be nice to to get to pick which World Cup games we get in in twenty twenty six. Oh, you're just gonna read mine. I'm, I'm gonna read yours. I didn't. I thought. I thought you were setting me up for, for to read your answers. <laughs> you're great. I, I'm on one board with that. Yeah. I yeah. I thought. You know what? We we earned an Olympic bid. Let let Philly pick which uh World Cup games we get. I yeah. think um we should get a free like resodding every year from uh for uh, the Union Stadium. Uh-huh. Um, I think we should get at least the MLS All Star Game. Um the year of the 26th because uh, everything's going to be happening in Philly in 26. Phillies will be hosting. We'll host. Phillies will host the All-Star Game for baseball. We'll host that. Um, I think we've got the Super Bowl probably. I think the Stanley <laughs> Cup and NBA Finals are all going to be in Philly that it's year. Wild, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think all the same month too. I think it's March Madness. Yeah, that's what they call it. Oh, yeah, March Madness. Yeah, Villain <laughs> was hosting, I think. Um, so, yeah, I think we'll, we'll get the MLS All-Star Game. Um and I, I feel like there should be those kids will, will be like turning 21 at some point uh, around the world, the Olympics. So I think Bud Light might need to sponsor us or something. I don't know. Yeah, didn't but didn't Bud Light sponsor the uh, the Nick Foles statue outside of the the oh, yeah. So they Bud Light should sponsor a statue of these four kids in four years. <laughs> And should there be a statue built of them in wherever the Olympics are? Yeah. When that happens, probably. That, that would just, make the most sense for everyone involved. Yeah. They should make one out of uh, pasta in the academy. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, this, that was dumb. Let's move that on. That was really dumb. Um, speaking of World Cup, uh, this year's World Cup, uh, yeah, I saw a picture. And I'm going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> oh, God. They're using extra technology inside the ball, extra camera angles and stuff, to use more technology for automated offside calls. Um, <laughs> we, already, well, we already have VAR. Uh, do you think this automated offside based on technology is going to be good for the game? I, I know you and me have been on different sides of the VAR train and so I I really don't know if you're going to know the answer is this going to be just affecting the calls that are for goals like if a VAR instance like it'll just be like instead of just like eyeballing it when you go to check VAR you just like check instantly or whatever or is this going to be for like every offsides call is going to be made using this technology Luke you know <laughs> What else do you got? What other questions do you got? Um, oh, I'm not. I'm not sure, but I. I'd imagine it's I, the former because that's be pretty wild chains if, if it's the latter, and like every call is made automatically, right? I just yeah. I, I, I call me a purist. I I I you know me. I don't mind having a ref make bad calls. I don't mind games being. Uh, I don't want to like ruin the game. Uh, you never know if someone's being swayed by like you know sports betters. Now that's a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. But like you know VAR, it's got. 
I've kind of like given up fighting VAR because yeah. it's just it's so prominent in the game. But it's also just tough because it's still to the point where like like the the Corey Burke goal from our uh, superstar player, it was like it was called off side, but then it wasn't, and so it was like, oh, uh, and then they all celebrated three minutes later. I don't know. How. Like I'd rather not that I don't want that goal to count, but. I mean, that goal in particular was kind of a weird goal anyway, but, like, I don't know. I, I you know, I'm just a soccer purist. And, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, until until I can get VAR at my level, I don't want it at their level. Okay. I, I think my other, only, only, the only other point I want to make here is that, like, I think it's really strange that they're introducing this technology for the first time in a World Cup. Like, that feels a little, like setting it setting yourself up for failure like try this out in like the u20 concrete tournament that they just had or like something lower level where you can work out the kinks and make sure this is an actual good idea at like on in a real game on a, and like a real competition than like going to the very top to like try it out there in the world cup where everyone's watching I, yeah. so I, amongst a lot of things that make this a weird world cup this is going to be an, another one yeah, I mean, you're going to have, like, air-conditioned stadiums or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it would be better. I don't know. And then how far does it go? Does the next World Cup have technology to show which way a throw-in needs to go? Did it deflect off a guy? I mean, at <laughs> some point, are we gonna, we're going to have, like, laser lines going up showing out of bounds and stuff like that see if a ball went all the way out of bounds or not yeah, it's, it, maybe I don't know. maybe it's yeah um coaches will be on like hoverboards over the field coaching above <laughs> players probably i don't know i mean i see it but i, I get yeah. it you know i do get it i get it i get it <laughs> and I'm, I'm working on it for Keen's next soccer season i'll be coaching but you know until i can do it i want anyone else to right i got the patent pending a lot of kids are going to be in danger. That's all right. <laughs> Let's um, move on. <laughs> all right. Speaking of rule changes, MLS Next literally got word that we were going to do a podcast and decided to throw out some rule changes taking place, uh, what, in two weeks or something? Yeah. This is like um, our favorite subject, rule changes. That's why we yeah. always make them up. And so this this one, I feel like Doopy Dad has actually talked about a lot in, in the past um, in his crazy old man rants. Yeah, so apparently everyone's um, going to hate this now. Yeah, here we go. All right, MLS. <laughs> next. Um, remember the MTV show Next? Yeah. <laughs> so, so this rule, if a player uh, is receiving medical attention and has like, to get stretched off or whatever, they have to remain off the field for three minutes. And uh, Doopy Dad has always been a big proponent uh, for this because uh, like, it, it really will eliminate the time wasting because... Yeah. Um, you know the whole conca well they're conca calfing and the union have done that and I think it might I, I like this one I I think this is a good one yeah I think, this... I think it's cool and it and it's also like on the other side of it if a player actually is injured you can give them the time to like actually test them if it's like head injury like give them like the proper like testing to make sure they're not actually concussed and are safe to come back in the game so like on that side it's also like a, a a positive there to like force players to take you know medical attention if they really do need it 
Yeah, because sometimes you see like the doctors holding up four fingers, and they ask the player, "How many fingers do you see?" <laughs> the player says three, and you see the doctor put a finger down real quick and say, yeah. "Nailed it." Yep. And that, that happens so much. I I did a lot when I was coaching, but <laughs> um, yeah. Due to lawsuits, I can't talk much more about it. Um, the the other one, this one, I'm not as big a fan. Yeah, yeah, so it's the the if a player gets a red card, the second game that or the 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 game that they'll serve the suspension will be against that team. So whenever they play that team again in the season, and so, so like if I'm if 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 the season's coming down to crunch time, and I'm not going to see Red Bull two again, and someone's in on a breakaway, why would I not just like get yeah. red card? Yeah, it is weird. Like, like I feel like I feel like in the most important games of the year, this could be hilarious. Um. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if like at the end of the season, like if there's like a cutoff point where like then it is just the next game, or or it'll, maybe it's like if you don't play the team again, it's the last game or something. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good point. That maybe there's more to it. Yeah, but I don't think it really like is a is a big thing that really needs to like be a, a full change. Yeah. I, I, I hope the first one goes into effect and does well and gets implemented up the ranks. Second one, I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd have some fun at the end of the season. I'd just be a second goalie <laughs> if we're up. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, as we wrap up, um, I think I think fans of the pod are going to be excited to hear that uh, this weekend is Icarus Cup, and we have a Ringers revival. Yeah. So uh, we'll be we'll be out there. What what is it? Drexel? Is that the school we play? Yeah, I think at Temple as well. We'll have a game there. Oh, cool! Well, all the college scouts will be out then. <laughs> um, and yeah, so the Doopy brothers will be out there. Play Matt Ralph uh, and Doopy, my my Doopy wife yeah. will be playing as well. Um, it's exciting. We are not in the same uh, division as Serotonin, yeah. so maybe Sunday we'll get a playoff matchup against them, or a, or likely a consolation matchup. Um, <laughs> No, good but um yeah looking forward looking forward to getting up there seeing the guys and, and playing some soccer in philly yeah and and because i think it's like a rule now for me that i have to play with other union podcasters um uh, we we had to call up todd lewis to to join us from the uh the oh Break yeah Club. so yeah I, 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 every, every team that we play on now has to have at least two union podcasters on it so or two different union podcasters so what was it. what was last year's ringer? It was our other podcaster. Oh uh, well, I, I'm I'm saying based off serotonin, and but last year was supposed to be Kincaid, but then he he couldn't make it. Oh yeah, and uh, we had all three points. Um, oh Chris. yeah, Chris. Yeah, we Chris. Yeah, so yeah, we covered. Yeah. Oh, this rule's been in place for a year. <laughs> Love um, it. and also uh, Renee, I think it's gonna be on the team too. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure there are others. I just I just don't know how to log in and see it. So, um, yeah, no, we'll have a fun team, and it, yeah, it'll be yeah. fun to play. Yeah, and for I, I, you know, I wish I could have played with my my serotonin friends, but uh, I wish you could have too. No, I mean, I, I can't pass up the 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 Ringers revival, and um, I actually wasn't even planning on being around when this was all happening. So it's hey, you know, if you still want to pass it up, we uh, we we'd be okay, man. We'd be okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's always good to have depth depth on that bench. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right, um, but Friday night. Just kidding. Luke's, Luke's a good player. Um, <laughs> Friday night, DC United, Legends Night, DP Brothers, Sebastian Latou, the Far Fans, and uh, others. 
Um, Laberson, Brad, BC, Shannon, Beffer, Ahoy. Sounds like a lot of the Ringers players, actually. So, uh, Zach <laughs> yeah, we, we have some similar guys, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, and then we're going to play DC United. So, one, we already said we need a win now more than ever mm-hmm. for the sake of the fan base. Um, is this a rivalry matchup? I mean, I feel like you and I always think DC is a rivalry because we dislike DC a lot. Yeah. And I feel like that's like the Northern Virginia situation. But, um, I, I think it's, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like NYC is becoming a bigger rivalry. And then, like, the Rebs are getting up there, too. I feel, I don't know how strong the DC hate is amongst, like, all of Union fans, you know? Yeah. And I agree that I think NYCFC. Um, yeah, if we had a power rank rivals right now, where NYCFC is our top rival, right? Mm-hmm. I would say so, yeah. Would you say Red Bull 2? I guess. I st- Yeah, Rebs are up there too, though. Rebs, Rebs are like the is... close third, I'd say. Atlanta? Maybe. I just feel like we have a lot of history with them with the playoffs and... Uh... Yeah, like the uh, CCL. CCL. Yeah. And DC. And weirdly, LAFC. Not maybe not so much a rival as much as a holy crap, this game is going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I think it's more of just like a high entertainment factor than a, a rival. Yeah. Yeah. I think a mutual. Maybe. I mean, since he could go up there if, if Noonan stays and they, they continue to be successful like we could be buttonheads with them a lot and there's like a lot of crossover so that could become a rivalry that could be yeah and they're actually an okay team this year so yeah, yeah. well cool um if, if you're if you're sitting in the corner make sure you give Julian Gressel uh friend of the pod um some crap um he's a <laughs> vegan now so throw some lettuce at him right Luke yeah we love it uh <laughs> Oh, God, that's funny, man. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. <laughs> it wasn't. It really wasn't. Um, All right, what are your yeah. predictions? Predict- I, I think it's going to be a 4-0. I think we're going to 4 nothing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think Ua, Carranza times 2, and I'm going to be wearing my Glesnes jersey, so I'm going to say Glesnes. Nice. It, it really showed that you didn't watch the Columbus game, seeing that you think you are going to score four goals in this game. I, I agree. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a tight one because that that guy Taxi is gonna be has been laying it up for DC and he's he's been seems like a handful and and is able to score a lot so I want to say we give up a goal but we will win three one three one three one and I I, right. I know I I say three goals but just because I I want to see it I I don't really I I think it's probably gonna be less goals on in, in the entire game than four but I. I that's but you want to bit. see them score more than less. Okay, gotcha. Good point. Good oh. point, Luke. I like that. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'll go with uh, Gazdag, Carranza, and and Martinez. He'll... Dude. Yeah. Oh, man. Of course. That would be... I, I might run onto the field if that happens. <laughs> then just wait for Doopy Dad as I get cuffed. <laughs> and you just got to bail me out before our first game against uh, some team on saturday yeah so uh yeah if you're looking looking find out our schedule look on the internet and it's on there and somewhere then, and then tell aj <laughs> i'll be there on saturday 
Um, cool. All right, Luke. Well, we talked about a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, I'll be seeing you, seeing you Friday. I'll see some other people on Saturday, and some more people on Sunday. And uh, yeah, so thanks for listening to tonight's pod. Keep on being good people. Now we're done. <laughs> What's again? Union go.